Welcome back to Freaky Geeky. This is Taylor. This is Ash. And this is Des. And I am here to tell you a story. I am on some shit today, so good luck. God bless. Um, <laughs> um, I have a lot of energy for some reason. Usually I'm boss of the wall tired and not today because I just got a bunch of notes done. So we're doing the Slender Man stabbing today. Wait, wait, let's go. Woohoo! Not really. It's actually horrible. I'm sorry, but at least somebody died. Spoiler yes. Alert. <laughs> so like, that's the whole thing is like, we've been doing a lot of stories with like very tragically sad endings. So, um, this one has also come up recently again in the news. So I thought we'd cover it this time. So, um, for people that don't know what Slender Man is, um, I'm going to give a little bit background on Slender Man. So Slender Man is a fictional entity created on the something awful online forums. Um, this was in, for a 2009 Photoshop paranormal image contest. Yeah, I remember hearing about. I remember hearing about this, of course, when it first came about, because we were. Well, I was a freshman, so you guys were sophomores, right? Yes. No. No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, Slender Man was really trending because I remember. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so I remember Slender Man trending like something awful mm -hmm. for a long time, especially on YouTube. People playing it, people mm -hmm. doing like content, like you know, especially like gaming creators. They'd play mm -hmm. Slender Man to see how long they could last, to see how long it would scare them. <clears throat> I and, yeah, and I beat it. And it didn't scare the shit out of me. It didn't scare me once. See, the jump scares are the only thing that really get me. Same. So, yeah. it was kind of like, it was odd. But um, I never really sat down to play it. But, like, Creepypasta, that was, like, the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Like, every, yeah, and being on Creepypasta, there was a lot of things about Slenderman and stuff like that. So, um, the Slenderman myths were later expanded by a number of other people who created fan fiction and additional artistic depictions of the entity of Slenderman. So it just kept making it creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, so Slenderman is depicted as a tall, thin character with a featureless white face and head. Um, he is depicted as wearing a black suit and is sometimes shown with tentacles growing out of his back. Mm -hmm. Uh, and according to the Slenderman myths, the entity can cause amnesia, bouts of coughing, and paranoid behavior in individuals. He is often depicted hiding in forests or stalking children. Like in the game, you're kind of like walking around and it's like you can hear you like it's very quiet. You can hear like f your footsteps crunching, mm -hmm. but it's in this big, dark, like really creepy forest. Well, I remember seeing gameplay, but I never played it myself. Well, you're not always in the forest. Sometimes you're in houses too. That's true. There was a house one and, too. Uh, I think a warehouse. Yeah. And then when he was like getting close by or something, like little things would glitch in the screen and yeah. stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was kind of like the Blair Witch games, if anyone's ever played those. So those are not played. I didn't even they, know they no, dude. I watched Markiplier play. Um, not sponsored. Um, I watched Markiplier play um, the newest Blair Witch that came out, I think, like two years ago. Oh, it must have come out with a new movie. Well, it was it was a new game, and it was a guy, and he was with his dog, and it was like going through the forest, and there were signs and everything. They were looking for some missing kid, but he played through that game, and there mm. it wasn't. It was creepy, and it had like creepy undertones, but it wasn't like scary. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
So it reminds me a lot of that, um, the Slenderman game. So moving on, now that you have a little bit of background on Slenderman itself. And some useless knowledge from and some yours truly. Useless, you know, gaming knowledge and I was just breathing. Uh, <laughs> I looked like she was gonna say something, but deep inhale. Never mind. Deep inhale. Sorry. Oh God, help us all. She warned you. <laughs> Look, I can't have caffeine. I had two sips of Coca Cola coffee today, and I am zooted. Have you ever seen the Thunderman movie? No. I, oh my God, I, I remember that movie because didn't we watch it together. Were you in theaters? When, no, because we went to see it in theaters. Me and a bunch of other friends. And I remember. I think I was sitting next to Dylan at the time. Hi, Dylan. You're never gonna listen to this. And there was a point in the movie where the entire time they're like, don't look him in the eye. Don't open your eyes. Don't open your eyes. And one of the girls opens their eyes and the sound went completely out for the to build the jump scare. And you just hear me yell, what the fuck? And then the, entire, <laughs> the entire movie theater. Like, I heard like 10 people laugh. It's like, I can't. Because we saw it. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I remember I've done something similar to that. To, whoa, to, to, to that in a movie theater before. I think it was when the first Naruto movie came out. <laughs> Imagine that it was two thousand six. <laughs> Literally, I was like ah, Naruto, and I was like, I said something, and everyone laughed. Those are funny moments, but you're also embarrassed as hell. But oh, I never, yeah. I never saw the Slenderman movie. That just blew. Right I out felt, of my mouth. I felt like. Like, I saw the previews and stuff for it, but it kind of looked stupid to me. And I think I'm going to cover for a movie thing eventually. That's a little Easter egg if we ever get I'm around not to it. I'm watching that again. Oh, my God. Anyway. Just like the movie. You know what? The movie Hereditary. I hated it. That was. I can't. Yeah, we got to go over, like, horror movies and stuff like that. We should do horror movie review. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's we really we're thinking about doing that as an extra for people who are tolerating us getting off track instead of leaving us nasty reviews. Fuck you, one person off TikTok. <laughs> rude somebody on tiktok left us a nasty review remember i told you that like oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, somebody on tiktok also left us a nasty review so if you're listening again despite being nasty in the comments hello thank you for listening to us you're helping us thank you i appreciate you okay let's get on with the case now anyway so sorry we're left turning a lot but anyway let's get on to the actual crime that happened so on may 31st 2014 which i actually very vividly remember this case on the news um, and it was in Waukesha, Wisconsin, two 12 year old girls, Anissa Ware and Morgan Geyser lured their best friend, Peyton Lutner into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to become proxies of the fictional character Slenderman. Yeah. I remember that. Um, the actual attack took place in a nearby forest called David's park during a game of hide and seek on May 31st. Um, Lutner was pinned down and stabbed 19 times in the arm, legs, and torso with a five-inch long blade. Um, they took it out of their parents' kitchen, didn't they? I think so. I think so. Um, two wounds were to major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter. Mm. Uh, Man, that girl's lucky. And another went through her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. Um, so Anissa and Morgan told Peyton they would find help, but they did not get any upon leaving. Um, afterward, um, Peyton dragged herself to a nearby road where she was found by a cyclist, and the cyclist called nine nine one one. He's fucking imagine. Like, could you imagine just going for a bike ride as you normally would and finding a freaking child? 
yeah. stabbed, bleeding, crawling out of the woods. Right. That's bad enough watching fucking teenagers fight in the park. <laughs> I know. God damn. But so um, they were late because, of course, she knew who they were and she mm-hmm. survived. So she identified them immediately. And then Anissa and Morgan were apprehended near Interstate 94 um, at Steinhoffel's Furniture Store after walking 4.9 miles. Let's go buy a chair. What? Um, the knife used in the stabbing was in a bag they carried. Uh, while Morgan felt no empathy, um, Anissa was described as feeling guilty for stabbing the victim, but felt that the attack was needed to appease Slenderman. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember there's there's a whole psychosis here. But yeah, I'm not sure if you're if you're doing an overview yeah, before I'm you go doing... in or not. Okay, because I was about to say because I'm not trying to. No spoilers, Ashley. I, know. I just know the case really well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so but the good news about this case is that Peyton left the hospital seven days after the attack, and she returned to school in September of 2014. Mm. Um, so she did survive, um, thankfully, and she has gone on to live a good life, which I will cover. Um, so the court case and the negotiations is the craziest part of this case, in my opinion. <clears throat> so following the investigation, Morgan was charged with attempted first-degree homicide, which is a Class A felony, and Anissa was charged with attempted second-degree homicide, which was a Class B felony. Why? Don't know why they were charged with two different things when they both had something to do with it. Probably because one felt um, remorse. remorse while the other one didn't. True facts. Plus, I mean, there's also the, there's only one murder weapon as well. So I bet you the one that did the stabbing is worse yeah. than the, the majority of the stabbing, I should say. Because I'm not sure. Did it ever come out if they, they both? I think they both participated, um, like handing the knife off to each other. But I know that Morgan was the one that was severely like into it like she was hardcore from what i remember and i'm not sure how much you're gonna cover i know there was a decent amount where like the one was literally just following the other like had Mm -hmm. her brainwashed anisa yeah anisa followed morgan yeah and morgan was the like the head of it all yeah um so uh due to the nature of their offenses both of them uh, were waived out of juvenile court and to be tried as adults even though they were only 12. Yep, that's crazy. Um, I mean, good, but that's crazy. 12 I mean, years old. Yeah. But you hey. Can, listen, you commit an adult crime, you should get charged. Well, I, amen. I mean, I agree, but. And it's just, it's crazy because. You mind around it, you know. They have to consider the severity. Like, they're a danger to themselves and somebody else. Clearly, these kids are dangerous. They stab their friend, you know. They stab their best friend. Like, that takes, like, you know, if I said they, they stabbed a stranger. That wouldn't be as intense as stabbing mm-hmm. your own best friend. Right. Like, you have yeah. to have anger. Right. Or some kind of delusion to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I'm so interested in this case is because it has a significant amount of psychosis and mm-hmm. psychology that's behind it, which has always been fascinating to me. So That's like 80% of what's fun about this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? The it's, mind. Yeah. Yeah, you just... What drives a person, you know? It's, it's crazy. So... In 2017, Anissa pl- uh, pled guilty to being a party to attempted second-degree homicide. A jury then found her not guilty by mental disease or, de- or defect. So, uh, Morgan accepted a plea offer under which she would not go to trial and would be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she should be placed in a mental hospital. 
Yeah, because she definitely needs to go for a little well, bit. Yeah. To... Obviously. She later pled guilty, but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect and was diagnosed with schizophrenia, from which her father also suffered. I remember seeing a lot of, uh, hearing a lot about the family too here and there, but I'll let you. Uh... <laughs> okay. So Anissa um, was sentenced to 25 years to life and enter, um, which was an indeterminate sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute so not only was this girl like put away but she was locked in solitary confinement for three of those years and she was put in a psych a state psychiatric institute which all of that is severely traumatic um being put one in a state hospital is terrifying because they do not care and two solitary does things to people Mm -hmm in like bad well especially when she's got schizophrenia on top of it right you would think that you wouldn't think putting somebody strictly in solitary would be good if they have schizophrenia a lot of the people who are criminally insane are actually in solitary confinement also there were air bunnies around critically insane criminally insane jesus christ ashley (laughs) i can't see your hands (laughs) but um i know but this was also like all of that was followed by communal supervision until she turns 37 years old. Damn. Um, so she's got a long life of mm-hmm. something. A lot's going to follow her. Morgan was sentenced to the maximum 40 years to life. And, um, and she was also locked in uh, confinement for three years. Also had involuntary treatment at a state psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until the age of 53. Damn. She's never... The complete resolution of symptoms is never going to go... It's never going to happen. No. Not with schizophrenia. No. No. Even with medications. No, there is no solid treatment. Solid treatment for schizophrenia. There are people that do live with schizophrenia that are functional. But it's just... You have to be on the right regimen of medication because Mm -hmm. especially people with paranoid schizophrenia, like, they hear the voices, they see the hallucinations... And that can set them off because to them it's very real. Mm-hmm. But even with a medication, even the right like regimen, it doesn't ever fully stop. No, never. It's the same with anxiety and depression. Right. So, um, so it was either the complete resolution of symptoms or until the age of fifty-three, and it was they said whichever one was to happen first. Um, followed by continued communal supervision, periodic reevaluations, and or reinstitution, and further treatment as needed and as required by the sentence. So she got a lot more. She has a, lo- a lot more tacked onto her. The sh- this girl's going to be in mental health treatment the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so while Morgan will periodically have the opportunity to petition for her release from a mental health facility in the future, she will remain under institutional care for the duration of her sentence. Um, during her trial, Morgan had been committed to the, winnebago mental health institute and was the youngest patient there i bet can you imagine like 12 years old going into that kind of place well and that's the thing too because that's got to be traumatic in and of itself you know could you imagine no i couldn't imagine that 12 years old you're not even developed yet like not especially at all physically or mentally yeah nothing um because they i learned this in developmental psychology i'm gonna give you a little psych lesson here so Mm -hmm. in developmental psychology 
um, they say, this is something that a, a professor said to me, my developmental psych teacher said this to me, and it has always stuck with me. So in developmental psych, um, when you hear the phrase, like when teenagers say, you don't understand me, you don't freaking get me to their parents, it's 100% true. Mm -hmm. The teenage, the way the teenage brain works and the way the adult brain works are so completely different that a parent cannot begin to understand how the teenage brain works. Right. And we even as adults now, I see teenagers all the time and sometimes I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to relate to them. I know what it's like to have mental illness as a teenager and I still can't really mm -hmm. understand where they're coming from it's from coming from working with them like on a daily basis it's if they don't fully open up to you about it you physically can't as somebody from mm -hmm. our age from like 21 on like i've done i did that from like 21 till 26 i did that for five years yeah worked with teenagers with you know it's hard it is it's very hard if they don't ever fully open up to you You'll never know. But I also remember being that teenager looking at my parents when I knew I had shit in my head. They wouldn't take me to go see anybody. And I'm like, you don't understand what's going on in here. And it's true because I used to say the same thing to my mom as somebody with like, I had growing mental health issues probably since childhood. My doctor feels like I've had depression and anxiety since early childhood, not even before they diagnosed me. But it was like, the thing is, the brains are rewired and the, the you know, as it develops, there's so much going on that really you don't understand. Right. So this girl is going into this institute mm -hmm. completely mentally ill mm -hmm. and Not around a bunch of strangers after she My just God. stabbed her friend and almost right. killed her. Not to mention every feeling you have as a teenager is tenfold to what oh it's God. ever been and never will be again. Yes. Well, and it's like also you have to look at it like these things, if they don't show by the age of 21 and you don't get help by the age of 21, which I mean, yes, yeah, she's 12. So this, if she never told her parents, it could be immensely worse for her. Absolutely. It, it, obviously it was, but Think about the people who don't know about it until they're after 21. Oh, I know. I know. Because it's a developmental disability. It, it'll develop right. before the age of 21. And yes. if you don't get your coping mechanisms in place by the it's time your brain fully hell. develops. It's hell. And especially when, you know, God, I'm blessed that I was able to get mental health treatment. Mm -hmm. And because there's a lot of families and parents that mm -hmm. don't accept it. There's a lot of kids that go undiagnosed or misdiagnosed um and it's just like things can get 10 times worse i think i i can honestly say you know if i wouldn't have gotten treatment when i did i probably would have killed myself Same. and it's just that's what's so sad is this girl was so haunted by the age of 12 with this mental illness by the age of 12 yeah. like that's just crazy to me i'm sorry to derail like that but it's just and this has been our mental health psa yeah, this is just mental health is a big passion for me. So, right, and it's important. It is. It is to all of us, actually. Yeah, it like, is because we've all been there. What we do, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm an addictions counselor, and you know, Des has worked with you know teenagers with. Kid, I've worked with young kids. Yes, with mental health problems, I've done it as well. My, it's just you know. I'm just a raging empath who's everyone's therapist without the degree. This is true, um, <laughs> but. I'm also a raging empath. I think we all are. Well, I mean, also, yeah. also coming from the person who I actually didn't get diagnosed until I was 
well in my 20s with bipolar because for some reason, somehow I was able to mask it for so long by watching other people that it took one breakdown, mm-hmm. one real bad breakdown that I couldn't mask it anymore. Yeah. And that this girl, she had delusions mm-hmm. and she was probably hallucinating visual auditory the whole nine to think that she had to do this to appease a fictional well, I mean, character Slenderman was probably one of her characters he was probably real to her I mean, yeah absolutely he was clearly real to her absolutely absolutely yeah um so the this is where we get into more recent news um in 2020 an appeals court rejected morgan's pe- petition to be retired as a juvenile her attorney, Matthew Penix, argued that she should have been charged with attempted second-degree intentional homicide rather than first-degree and argued that Morgan gave statements to investigators before being read her Miranda rights. Um, he has petitioned the state Supreme Court to review the ruling, but nothing's come of it quite yet. So, this happened in 2014. Yes. It's 2026 20, years. She's 18. Yes. So technically. I thought you said it happened in 2009. It's 2014. The trial? Yeah. No. The no, trial the, or the. The crime happened in 2014. Oh, never mind. I'm losing it. 2009 was when Slenderman. Slender never mind. It was a big thing. I had a moment. 2009 was when Slenderman was created. Never mind. I'm dumb. So she's 18 now. Well, yes. They're both 18. And they're denying. Holy cat taking her it says that it was a they rejected their peti- her petition to be retired as a juvenile so i don't even know what that means that's what i'm trying to figure out i don't understand that so basically it means that they she's still trying to get them to try her as a juvenile oh, for the crime okay. because she was a juvenile when the Red crime was committed they're not going to. You weren't even going to get tried as a juvenile when you were a juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nice try, though. They're um, not going to take that back. So, and this is, uh, this news is recently this year. We have a March 10th and a July 1st update <laughs> for this year. Um, at a court hearing on March 10th, 2021. Um, bleh, wow, I forgot her name for a second. Um, excuse me. Anissa. My bad. Um, so Anissa, who was by that date, 19, um, submitted a letter to the court stating that she was, quote, sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain, and fear I have caused, end quote. Um, not just to Peyton, but to, quote, my community as well, end quote. Um, Anissa stated that, quote, I hate my actions from May 31st, 2014, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them, end quote. The judge set a court date for June 2021 to consider her request. Then on July 1st, 2021, uh, uh, Waukesha County Judge Michael Bowren ordered her release from the Winnebago Mental Health Institute, gave state officials 60 days to draw up a conditional release plan, and required that Anissa be assigned State Department of Health Services case managers to track her progress until she's 37 years old, which is the length of her commitment. So she has, uh, Anissa has been released, but she will have continuing kind of like supervision until 37 years old. Now she wasn't 
diagnosed with anything. No, right? she was the one that kind of was like the follower, the okay. one that followed yeah. along. She she <laughs> had remorse for what had happened to Peyton. I just wanted to make sure I'm getting the names. And yeah. Right. Well, I because I remember hearing about this case on multiple different other podcasts and stuff. And something that stuck with me was. Um, I remember that hearing them saying, like, uh, the background between um, Anissa and what was her name? Peyton? Yeah, Peyton's the girl that got stabbed. Okay, no, the other one. Morgan. 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 There we go. <clears throat> I think, like, uh, one or the other was, like, calling the, each other, like, Kitty. Mm-hmm. And, like, was, yeah, like, I think it was. Um, Morgan was probably calling Anissa Kitty. Yeah, yes. and I think uh, Anissa was Kitty. And, like, she was, like, meow and, like. There was she a very, like a whole, like, there was a very complex in like delusion. Was it was a very in delusion friendship. Yeah, it was. She could did not see things. The no. Yeah. So, in there the, was that, and then because I remember them saying about um mm-hmm. about uh Morgan, like Morgan's drawings of Slenderman, because apparently she was like an amazing artist, and yeah. Uh, how, like, her parents weren't really concerned because she came from, like, a creepy family. Like, normal creepy. So, like, when the parents were questioned about it, they were like, oh, I didn't think anything of it. You know, we have skulls all over the place. Like... I remember that. I like, do. I remember that. Like, I wouldn't bat an eye if my kid brought home a skull. No, I wouldn't either. one. Or... The, the art on my wall right now says yeah. everything. Right. But it's like, that doesn't say anything. Like, that... I hate that illusion. Right. So, so the aftermath is, there's actually, a, like, quite a bit of aftermath that came from this case. Um, the Creepypasta Wiki um, was blocked throughout the, the Wiki. The Wiki. The Creepypasta Wiki was blocked throughout the Wakasha School District. Oh, shit. Um, on the Tuesday following the stabbing, Slenderman creator Eric Knudsen said... Quote, I am deeply saddened by the tragedy in Wisconsin, and my heart goes out to the families of those affected by this terrible act. End quote. So, you know, when you create something like a horror game, that's not what you expect. No! You know, um, so... It's supposed to be fun, not fuel. Yes, absolutely. So, Slosh Train, which was the administrator of the Creepypasta Wiki, said that the stabbing was an isolated incident that did not accurately represent the Creepypasta community. Which is true. 100%. He also stated that the Creepypasta Wiki was a literary website that did not condone murder or satanic rituals. Yeah, let's not kill people! Like, yeah, duh. Uh, so members of the Creepypasta community held a 24-hour live stream on YouTube June 13th through 14th of 2014 to raise money for the stabbing victim. Um, Joe Joswowski, sorry, okay. uh, an administrator on a Creepypasta website, said the purpose of the stream was to show that members of the community cared for the victim and did not condone real-world violence because they enjoyed fiction that contains violence. Mm-hmm. Which, like... Duh. Yeah. Like, that is, like, duh for me. Like, come on. Yeah, but these fucking holy rollers and starch shirt motherfuckers don't oh. understand that the, the the point of watching horror is a cheap thrill. It's getting you the rush without being in danger. Exactly. for us, you know? And that's the whole thing is, like, that's not... It's a very, very few and far between that people take... The, like take these mm. videos and fictions very like movies seriously like 
you know. Oh, we need to do the scream, scream stabbings too. Yeah, at some point. that's also another one. Because that, that, I think those were the ones that caused the big, like, push to ban horror movies. And that, oh, I would be pissed. Right. Um, but because I'm like, look, I'm a huge fan of Halloween, like the Halloween franchise as well. So not just Halloween, the holiday, but Halloween, the franchise. And I would never want to see it go away. Ever. So um, on August 12th of that year, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13th, 2014, uh, Purple Hearts for Healing Day. Aww. And encouraged the people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor the victim of the stabbing. He also praised the, quote, strength and determination exhibited by the victim during her recovery. Peyton was one strong SOB. I tell you yeah, that Peyton's much. a badass. Like, good but for you, Peyton. You're a beautiful badass. Um, the city of Madison, Wisconsin, held a one-day Bratwurst festival to honor the victim. It's Wisconsin! Give me some cheese, Wisconsin. Um, on August 29th, uh, several days before um, Peyton returned to school, hot dogs and bratwurst were sold to raise money towards her medical cost. The event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000 for oh Peyton. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Isn't it? Like, I thought that was pretty neat. Um. So, this also sparked a huge debate on the effect of the internet on children. This sparked a huge debate. It's literally just the old debate on whether horror movies are good or not. 2.0 for the it's digital like age. It's like violence on TV thing. The video you know. games. Like, yeah. that contain violence all over again. So, the stabbing resulted in extensive debate about the role of the internet in society and its effect on children. Um, Russell Jack, which was is the police chief in the town where... Peyton was stabbed, said that the stabbing, quote, should be a wake-up call for all parents, end quote, adding that the internet is, quote, full of information and wonderful sites that teach and entertain, but that it can also be full of dark and wicked things, end Ooh. quote. Um, John Egelhoff, a retired agent of the FBI, argued that the internet had become a black hole with the ability to expose children to a more sinister world. I mean, true. I'm sorry. I just got the piss scared out of me by, by podcast. By podcast. Um, but yeah, it's... This is all true. Like, these are true things. The internet can have a bad influence on children. I mean, look at fucking TikTok. Um, so, he suggested that the best way to avoid future inf in infidence... That's what infidence? I was... Infidence, apparently. That's what I was going to say. Uh, to avoid future incidents was for parents to keep track of their children's websites, habits, and educate them on the difference between right and wrong. Which, honestly, yes. That's just pay, sense parenting. Pay attention to what the fuck your kids are doing on the internet. For the love of God. For the love of God. Mm -hmm. Like, please. Like, it's so scary. It is. Um... Shira Chess, which is an assistant professor of mass media arts at the University of Georgia, stated that creepypasta was no more dangerous than stories about vampires or zombies. And she's right. Uh, she argued that creepypasta websites were beneficial and that they gave people the opportunity to become better writers. Yeah. And that's true. Like, creepypasta, because I, I went on there a few times. Like, I wrote fan fiction. I still do. Um, but creepypasta was a place for horror writers mm -hmm. and people that are wanting to explore the darker side 
of, you know, writing and being an author. Like, it was good for them. Mm -hmm. Like, they wrote really good stories. And it was not meant to be malicious. So, you know. Well, no, it's a whole thing of one bad apple spoils the whole bunch, you know? It's true. It's true. And I thought I'd add some of this in um, just as a kind of, like, side to... Um, the rest of it. This is where, if you're kind of interested in the case and you want to look more into it, you can um, check out some of the, like, media that it's been in, like, different types of media. Um, there was a documentary film on the incident called Beware the Slender Man that was released on HBO Films in March 2016. Ooh, I wonder if that's on HBO Max. That sounds good. Probably. Right. Um, I have to see if it's on there. Yeah, so that's uh, the documentary... Um, that was released, and I think that is honestly pretty gonna be pretty good. Like, I like good documentary. Oh, yeah, me too. So, honestly, if anybody's sitting here listening to us, they probably also like a good documentary. So, because I mean, we're basically a talking documentary, I guess. So, uh, more bullshit, but yes, okay, true, but we have fun with it. So, who the fuck cares? Also, true. Um, a season 16 episode of Law and Order SVU titled. Glass Galman's Wrath is a, is loosely based on it. Interesting. Um, the Criminal Minds episode, The Tall Man, which was episode uh. 14, air date October 31st, 2018, was also inspired by this story. Way to go, Criminal Minds. 10 out of 10 creativity. Right. Um, on October 14th, 2018, a movie inspired by the Slenderman stabbing called Terror in the Woods aired on Lifetime, which I like Lifetime. Huh. They also... the their film on girl in the box which is another story i will be covering was so good it was so good it was so good i loved it um the films uh the film stars ella west jerrier sophia grace mccarthy skylar morgan jones angela kenzie and drew powell um and christina ritchie serves as an executive producer of the film uh on march 31st right on March 31st, 2019, another movie inspired by the Slenderman stabbing was titled Mercy Black. Um, and that was released on Netflix with no prior announcement. Um, I don't know if it's still on there or not. I didn't look. Um, but this was um, created by, it was produced by Bloomhouse Productions. And they make a lot of good films. Yeah, well, a lot of good and a lot of stinkers. So it's, uh, really, it's, it's hit or miss. very hit or miss. It's so hit or miss. It's either amazing or awful. No in between. So, but this film, it tells the story of two girls with pre-schizophrenia who attempt to murder their friend, believing that a spirit named Mercy Black will offer them a gift in return. Why does that sound familiar? I don't know. <clears throat> but later, the protagonist is released from psychiatric care and has to deal with the realistic and paranormal consequences of her actions. What's it called again? It is called Mercy Black. Maybe I heard it, I saw a commercial for it and was like, that look, it looks good, and then never went back. I to honestly it. would watch it. Like, I would watch the documentary, and I would watch Mercy Black. But the documentary, by the way, is on HBO Max. We just looked. Oh, sweet. Cool. I'm going to have to watch that. Um, on October 24th, 2019, more than five years after, um, Peyton uh, was then, that she was in 2019, she was 17. Um she spoke to ABC's 2020 about her experience for the first time. Um, she spoke of her scars saying, quote, I don't think much of them. They will probably go away and fade eventually. End oh. quote. Uh, she told the interviewers that she met her attackers in fourth grade. 
When she asked what she would say if she ever saw Morgan again, Peyton added that she would thank her because the attack inspired her to pursue a career in medicine. That's adorable. So she is pursuing a career in medicine. She's a badass, and she's so pure. Right? She's so humble. Like, shit. So, Peyton, you're a badass. Um, and, like, good luck in the medical field. You deserve it, girlfriend. But, um... I definitely, we gotta remember to watch Mercy Black and this documentary. I definitely want to do that. Um, find Mercy Black. So, that is the end of the Slenderman tale. So, let me bust out a fun quote of the day. So, you know the term, the dark side of the moon? Mm-hmm. The dark side of the moon is actually turquoise. What? Yeah. It's turquoise. I mean, cool. I mean, I dig it. I'm about it. But the dark side of the moon is not, like, black or, like, gray. It's turquoise. Okay. I mean, I dig it. I'm confused, but I dig it. I mean, I'm confused, but I dig oh, it. update. Uh, Mercy Black is on Netflix. Awesome. We'll look up. We'll watch. 10 out of 10. Maybe that should be our first movie extra. Let's do it. I feel like that's going to be really good. But, it, oh, God. Is that going to be great or awful? Oh, it's going to be so bad or so good. I don't know. It's the the cover. Oh, God. This is going to be... Oh, God. It looks terrible. This is going to be good. The CGI is awful. Okay. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned for our review of Mercy Black. (laughs) But, all right, guys. So, now that you've had knowledge on the Slender Man, our thoughts on what this new movie is going to be, this movie is going to be like. And now that you have knowledge about the dark side of the moon being turquoise, I will let you get on with your lives thank you again for listening we appreciate you um i hope you enjoyed the story and you know follow us on the good old social media i will let ashley plug that because she has it pretty much like memorized to a t yeah i don't know what my problem is but i'll put on my radio voice uh we got that tiktok instagram facebook page freaky kiki podcast search us anywhere and you know the drill we're still looking for paranormal or true crime stories that uh of your own uh send those to freaky geeky podcast at gmail.com we'll also take case suggestions really anything communicate with us no one sent us any love or hate either way yet but uh via email anyway yeah via email if you want to shit on us on iTunes. oh yeah review us on itunes if you're feeling kind but only if you're feeling kind, <laughs> only if you're feeling kind. but anyway y'all know the drill uh thanks again for listening to us ramble on another episode and as always stay freaky stay freaky y'all Stay freaky.